Welcome to Real Estate Investing in the Real World podcast. The topic of this episode is the millionaire misunderstanding. I'm going to share with you all about this millionaire misunderstanding, as well as a simple yet profound way to clearly define what a millionaire is and how it can look if you become that way. Hi, I'm Phil Pustiowski with FreedomMentor.com. I'm a full-time real estate investor, real estate mentor, and coach to many of the most successful real estate investors all across North America, best-selling author of two books. My first book, How to Be a Real Estate Investor, I give this for free all the time, so you can go ahead and grab it for free. I usually have a link up here. Uh, Also, this book right here, Real Estate Investing Gone Bad, both of which are mandatory reads for anyone that wants to be in real estate investing. The Millionaire Misunderstanding. As you've probably been told, if you want to achieve a goal, you need to clearly define what that goal is and be able to visualize yourself achieving that goal. Otherwise, you'll never know if you got there. Well, let's define what a millionaire is. Now, let's get started with million dollars in real estate. Well, that makes sense. You own a million dollars in real estate, you're a millionaire, right? Well, I met a guy when I first got started, wet between the years. I didn't know anything about real estate. Met this guy, he showed me his $4.5 million real estate portfolio. He had it on a spreadsheet with the address and the value, and he had single-family homes, duplexes, triplexes, quads, and I was blown away. I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow. Well, turns out all these little houses and duplexes and triplexes he owned were in the worst parts of town. Extremely high crime rates. And I actually went out to look at a few as a favor to him. And I remember I drove up to this one house and there was a bunch of fellas circled around this metal trash barrel that they had made a fire in. And they were kind of staying warm uh, around this fire. And this was on the front lawn of this house. And I pulled up and they looked at me with this look of, boy, get out of here now. To which I did. I mean, this guy had to bring a gun to collect his rent. Well, it turned out $4.5 $4.5 million, he owed $5 million. He didn't own, he didn't have, he wasn't a millionaire. He was upside down by a half million dollars. And the only reason why he made money was because he was collecting the rent and not paying the debt service, which eventually this thing got foreclosed upon. So, are you a millionaire because you own a million dollars in real estate? Well, not necessarily. You say, all right, Phil, that's, that's not what I meant. I meant a million dollars in equity in real estate or in business. That defines me as a millionaire. Okay, well, let's talk about that for a moment. Let's say you've got your primary residence and you own free and clear. You've owned it for 25 years. It's now worth a million dollars. Does that make you a millionaire? Well, on paper it does, but is that really where you want to be? Because look, it's primary residence, still got to pay for taxes, still got to pay for insurance, still got to pay for maintenance, and especially if it's a bigger house, you're going to have the pool and the yard and all that stuff. So you're losing money each month. Is, is that really where you want to be? I mean, you want to be a millionaire that's losing money each month, but you can say you're a millionaire? Well, no, right? You say, all right, well, Phil, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a million dollars in equity of, let's say, multifamily. Well, I got news for you especially once you break outside of, uh, of residential. Uh, let's say you own 200 units. And let's say 
But we're going to call, uh, by the way, if you don't know what the word equity is, equity is when you subtract the debt service from the value. So you have value minus debt. That's your equity. So let's say you own 200 units, and let's say the equity averages 5000 per unit. You would say, well, Phil, I'm a millionaire. I got 200 units, $5,000 uh, $5, a unit. I'm a millionaire in equity. Okay, that's right. However, what if this debt right here forces you to lose money each month? Which is entirely possible, especially considering that once you get into commercial, what ends up happening is you have to re refinance every five years, or sometimes less, sometimes a little bit more. But if the interest rates are high, even if you've got a good deal, all of a sudden you're not making any money anymore. It's entirely possible to own a million dollars in equity in real estate, even as income-producing properties and be losing money. Is that what you want to be doing? Of course not, right? And there's another problem with this. In addition to potentially losing money each month, the word equity, this is subjective. It's subjective because what are we basing this on? If we base it on today's market value, well, you only get a chance to, to uh, basically uh, benefit from that if you were to sell it. Well, that's not going to help you because if you sell it, then you, you're, you know, wh where are you at? You're right. You wanted a million dollars in equity. You, you try to sell it, but then you also have to pay for commissions, closing costs, and whatnot. Now, I do have a great video on this concept of intrinsic value with real estate. I'll put that up right here, and that talks about even, even in the high, in a, in a, in a booming market, you can buy real estate and do it intelligently if you, if you make sure you understand the fundamentals such as intrinsic value, but. Equity, especially in businesses, can be subjective as well. We start talking about things like P.E. ratios, price to earnings. And so it can become very difficult. I mean, on private businesses, it's usually three to five. I mean, there are, there are publicly traded companies that are 60-plus price to earnings, which is just crazy. So this is somewhat subjective when we start talking about equity because we're talking about value. And value is somewhat subjective. You say, all right, Phil. So equity is subjective. All right, moving on, Phil. This is what is a millionaire. Someone who makes a million dollars in income. Now that, that's a millionaire, Phil. Got a problem there. Okay, the first problem we have is if you are single and you're making it, uh, you break the 413 uh, threshold, or if you are married, it's, uh, it's, it's 464 if you're married. Uh, in either case, ready for this one? All right, you are paying 43.4%. That's in just federal taxes. If you live in California, now you get another 12.3 in state taxes. Ba-boom! You're over 50% of your million-dollar income is going to federal income taxes if you're in the United States. Federal and state, uh, especially in California. So, uh, we got another problem, too. The more money you make in life, the more your expenses go up. I know what you're saying. You're saying, but Phil... I'm going to eat the ramen noodles, I'm going to drive my junky car, and I'm just going to stockpile cash as I build wealth. Nope, won't happen. You will spend more money as you make more money. So a million dollars in income also does not define you as a millionaire. And you say, all right, Phil, I know what a millionaire is now. A millionaire is someone who has a million dollars in cash money. So that's what a millionaire is, right? Well, first of all, I will be the first to congratulate you that if you can reach this milestone through paying taxes on time, earning your money one year at a time, stockpiling, 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 if you get a million dollars cash in the bank account starting from about 
economic ground zero, which is where I got started, that's impressive. Pat yourself on the back. That's for real. That is hard, hard to do, but it can be done. I've done it. It can be done in America. This is very productive stuff. But here's the problem with cash. If you have a million dollars cash, the first problem you've got is this thing called inflation. Inflation devalues your dollar every single year. So you can't sit on the million dollars. And also, if you don't have other money coming in, you're going to spend it anyways. Because you're going to have to live off it. So what ends up happening is the cash of a million dollars is going to deteriorate if it stays that way. So you'll only be a millionaire for a day, which I don't think is your goal either. You want to stay a millionaire, right? You don't want to just be a millionaire for a day. You don't want to get there and then, and then come back down. In fact, if you've ever asked anybody who has been rich and now is poor, that's more painful than being poor from the very beginning. All right, so that's not it either. What is a millionaire? Here we go. You've been patient. Thank you. A millionaire is someone who has a million dollars in assets. And I understand that that is somewhat subjective because you have to put a value on those assets. But here's how we remove the subjectivity. Here it is. Ready? Those assets must create a return. And I am going to use the number 10%. Personally, I set my bar at 20%, but 10% is still just fine for you. And th what is this 10%? This is your return on assets, your ROA. That is the simple yet profound truth I wanted to share in this video. And so we can hashtag it, ROA, return on assets. It means that your assets are working for you. So you have the assets, but they're producing a return so that each and every year you don't have to have this concern over selling the asset or of losing value on the asset. It's constantly pumping out or returning money. So in this case, that's at least $100,000 a year. And furthermore, this is $100,000 whether or not you woke up in the morning. This is real return on investment. The problem with talking about things like 4 or 5% kind of numbers is inflation eats up a big chunk of that anyways. So you can't, you've got to set the bar somewhat high, and at 5%, it's just way too low. So 10% return, now you're a millionaire, both on paper, but you also don't have to worry about that ever losing value or even concerning yourself about value necessarily. Who cares what the market thinks of your value of your asset at that moment in time? Because you're pumping off this return. Does that make sense? When you see this time and time again, where somebody will, will, will own a whole lot of stock in a publicly traded company and the stock price drops and someone says the person lost $10 billion overnight. Well, they didn't lose $10 billion. That was just on paper. But if it's pumping out a return, now we're talking about you being a true millionaire. By the way, this, this entire calculation falls apart if you're worth like $50 billion because who cares if your return's not 10%? You got $50 billion in assets, right? But for, for all of us people that are watching this video, I want you to focus on ROA. Where are you today? Where's your return on assets right now? If you got a, a $50,000 or $100,000 net worth, how much are you bringing in as a passive income that's just being pumped out as a result or as a return on those assets? That's what you want to be focused on. And if you can get to a million dollars in assets and you have a solid ROA, now you are a millionaire. Well, how do you get to this point? Watch my videos 
Learn how to be a real estate investor. Learn how to build businesses. Learn how to build and acquire assets. Learn how to generate the kind of income necessary so you can do this. In fact, I have a great video on the perfect formula for building wealth in real estate. Watch that video. Really helpful. It uses the Monopoly board to explain this concept of building to this level of assets. If you want to learn more about how to be a truly productive real estate investor, if your passion is real estate, check out freedommentor.com and check out our apprentice program where myself and our coaches work hand in hand and teach people how to become ultra successful market leading real estate investors.